Namaste everyone. I'm Shikha. I'm the founder of Purnayog. A brand new day and a brand new episode in our series called Atypical Yogis. Atypical Yogis because no two yogis are identical and yet we are all bound together by the virtues and teachings of yoga which is just so beautiful. Today we get chatting to Priyanka who is a PhD in marketing. She is an academician and a marketing professional. She is a certified yoga practitioner teaching yoga, yoga over the weekends to her family and friends and spreading the joy of yoga. Priyanka loves to travel and is currently living in Vancouver. This is her sixth city and third country of residence. So a bit of a globetrotter here. And let's get chatting to her. Hi, Priyanka. And welcome to the podcast. Thanks. Thank you so much. And I'm very, very excited to get chatting with you and to know more about, you know, your work and what you've been up to and get some inspiration out of you, really. That's great. So um, I I really admire and, you know, how you advocate the authentic age-old yoga practices. And, yeah. you know, what comes out from your style to me, at least, is, uh, you know, how you like to get in-depth into the science of yoga and uh, break down postures and believe in your practice, which is truly wonderful. So I'm, I'm you know, really looking to get and touch upon all of those things to, today. So um, tell us a, a bit more about you and a bit about, you know, your background and, you know, how would, how would you describe yourself for people really listening to you, you know, uh, apart from what you, apart from all the yoga stuff? Um, okay, that's interesting because, um, so the, the people, the people who are really, really close to me, um, they know that I am very hyper. And uh, I have, um, I get very happy, very excited, very quickly, and I get angry very quickly, which is the complete opposite of, you know, what yoga teaches us to be, you know, equanimous mm-hmm. and stable. So I'm, I'm, I really enjoy kind of hanging out with friends and just, you know, doing my own thing. I like, it's, it's, it's a mix, you know, like I, I have this bunch and I love that bunch and I would constantly want to be with them. Mm -hmm. And uh, then at the same time, I like my own personal space and I just, you know, same time don't want to talk to anyone and have my own thing going on. And um, yeah, the usual, what all of us do, like, you know, eat out, shop around the proper city girl but yeah very 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 city girl but at the same time I think um, I, I I never really had a passion as such I would do dancing uh, in school and I would love doing debates and I was a very very studious child hence the PhD because oh, yeah. <laughs> because uh, yeah, I, 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 I was like, I was really, um, I don't know. There was this sense of, um, satisfaction I would get when I would work hard and see the results in my studies and academics. And I really enjoyed that. And I think, um, my passion hence became teaching because I would read a lot, study a lot, and then kind of bring that to students. So, I really, really enjoyed, you know, doing 
all of this um, for the most of my life. And um, as a result, I, I also realized that I didn't have anything else going on for me. You know, people have people have sports, people have uh, some interests or hobbies, but I, I, I really don't have anything that I would say, you know, yeah, I can cook. Yeah, I can click pictures. Yeah, I can do this and that. But like, I'm not great at anything and I'll do something whenever I feel like it. But I think um, yoga kind of became my passion. And, uh, it became like what people say, what else? Well, you know, I, uh, I work <laughs> nine to five. I have a family. I cook and yeah. uh, I clean the house and then I go grocery shopping right. and then I'm busy. <laughs> I'm busy. I, I talk to my friends. Like, you know, it's a very normal kind yeah. of a thing that's going on. Uh, very, very normal, uh, household life, which, which goes on. And then we kind of just find our passion in in the middle of all of this yes and okay that's that's interesting and that's really you know wonderful to know that and and sometimes i i think it's there's never like a time that you need to find your passion at this age or you know when you're very young sometimes it just comes to us when we are least expecting it and and then you know it's just there and we yeah we go forward and we pursue it i think that's what is the most important thing so um, how did yoga happen to you as in, you know, uh, when was your first class and uh, how was your experience and then what made you get more immersed into it? So, you know, that's something that will be interesting to know. Uh, so I remember like my first and, and this is and this is not like as a school, you know, doing yoga, but this, this is um, about a couple of years back when I was living in Bangalore and, um, you know, uh, you I and I'm I'm naturally thin so I never felt the need to exercise as yeah. such but just because you're naturally thin doesn't mean you're strong and you're fit right so I thought that it's high time I start doing some form of exercise and that's when um in bangalore i joined this uh, these yoga classes they used to happen in the morning uh, very very close to home i still remember uh, my first teacher he's from kerala his name was tino and he was amazing mm-hmm. like he was really really good and the thing with me is unfortunately i don't stick to any of these hobbies that i've had in the past like dancing or whatever i mm-hmm. i take it up and then i leave it yeah. <laughs> and that's what, and that's what I did even with this. So mm-hmm. I took up the yoga class and then I was like, uh, okay, fine. I, I'm liking it. And then I left it because that's what I do. Yeah. So, uh, so then, then I just like kind of left it and I was in consultancy, had a very, very hectic kind of lifestyle. So after that, there was like, I would, call it a personal a very very personal incident which took place uh that kind of shook me and um it just like you know there are some things which happen you don't expect them to happen and then it just kind of like shook me to another extent and i it was well you can call it like some kind of a trauma Mm -hmm. and i think i I needed to get over that Mm. and I wasn't, I didn't know how can I really get over it. 
and that's when i i thought that you know okay that my happy happy go lucky person that i am and then you know really driven and all of these things i need to like just take a step back and see how you know what's 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 going on oh. and maybe and maybe flip there was i think there was a flip like a spiritual flip that happened after that mm-hmm. because before that it was like you know you have to study you have to work hard you have to get a good job you have to earn money and then you know all of that that's mm-hmm. that's how the milestones know, you know the milestones the milestones yeah. yeah and then it wasn't like i wasn't enjoying i had a great bunch of friends i would hang out and all of that but you know it was it was so materialistic at the end of the day mm-hmm. and um and then when this kind of personal tragedy happened i i was i just thought okay maybe you know i need to take a relook yeah and uh, that's when uh, and by that time i had moved i changed jobs i'd gone back to teaching because mm-hmm. consultancy wasn't just doing it for me mentally physically and I love teaching and I went back to it and that's what brought me to Bombay and uh I was doing that and then I joined yoga again and this time it was serious. Yeah. And since then like you, you know I was seriously practicing it mm-hmm. and um I think at every point of time whenever I've had some emotional upheaval it's really and there was another then it was a similar thing which happened again with me in bombay again and it kind of you know i think i i came out much stronger like people were kind of surprised that you know you well you're talking the same has it even impacted you like how are how are you able to just you know be, be like this but then i think it it helped me and and since ever since then yeah i've been like very very serious about it okay. serious in a good way in, in a, a happy good way. way yeah in a happy way yeah, yeah. you're finding yeah. i think uh not just the physical aspect of yoga moving towards the yes. means and the true sense and i think that's a beautiful connect and it does give people i think immense uh self build your own capabilities to be able to handle everything that life throws at us and you yeah. know come out stronger every single time so yeah. that is that is beautiful and that is very very good to know and thank you so much for sharing that uh, really so you know drawing from your experience and uh, you know it is when you've gone to it for the physical aspects and and you know come back and maybe then again gone back to yoga so there definitely has to be something even when you left it the first time around there was there might must be something that you went back to it you know um we don't just go back to something just like that and yeah. uh yeah. what would you advise to uh someone who's you know just sort of gotten into practicing and or someone who's maybe having that as a option to really practice mm-hmm. what would you tell them to be looking out for instead of you know just what we think it is um so this is something uh interesting like my teacher told me once that uh, when you practice yoga um i think maybe it's a popular quote also it 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 changes you from within 
so it's not an external so a lot of people come looking for an external change in their i want to be more flexible or you know i'm having this health issue and yoga can help me with the health issue or something like that but i think um if you practice it with awareness uh it you will start observing changes within you i even if you're doing asana yeah. i feel yeah. uh that's something which uh it's just this inner awareness that comes in and slowly uh and gradually there is also a behavioral change for the good yeah. which can happen mm-hmm. so anybody who's going out there to do yoga for exercise well it's great you do that um and a lot of them say oh i don't do yoga it's too slow for me <laughs> i've yeah. heard that also yeah. like it's it's very slow uh well it's supposed to be slow in the sense that uh you can make your mind you can get that sthirta yeah. or that stability in your mind if you're too rajasik or you're too mm. you know active, active then uh, yeah then you're not going to uh you need to settle down as well right yeah. so it's it's a great way to um turn the focus towards yourself and inner self not just self meaning physical body and see look at my abs and look at my strength yeah. so i and i think it's more self guided self motivation and experiential so yeah. those who start experiencing will slowly stick around it yes and find their yoga in the yoga Right. Yeah, there you go in it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I like the point that you brought out about, you know, how you're so active and uh, you know, and you need to bring that calm and that sthirta in you. I think that's what yoga does. It challenges you, you know, to do something which is so out of your comfort zone and then have the ability to get in that zone and find your yeah. calm and be stable and grounded. So that's interesting and then coming to the lighter side because you mentioned asanas and I know you practice a lot of them and you know your abhyasa and your practice is always always on which is your you know most favorite and the one that you know it's still something that you still have to make peace with you know okay. what are those two asanas that would be there Okay uh my f- most favorite is shavasana <laughs> cuz I can do that every time obviously <laughs> <laughs> and um uh, what i have to make peace with are like this is i'm i work on is uh, my back pains and it also relates to the confidence that you have within you i think uh, it's something to do with self confidence yeah. uh and uh, the more self confident you become the better your back pains will become so yeah. I'm gradually trying to work towards that. <laughs> nice, interesting. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so there's a lot of correlations and um, so that's amazing. Shavasan is definitely like well deserved and you feel amazing doing it at the end of a practice. So we talked about, you know, the mental aspects of yoga and you know how and what it can really do to our mind and even you mentioned that you've inherently been someone who gets very excited or would get very excited earlier and you know the extremes of happiness and uh, you know feeling down and sad maybe as well so is meditation then a part of you know your 
practice or is does it compose like a part of your day where you have get into it and what does your practice really look like when it comes to meditation so unfortunately meditation is something which i don't do on a daily basis i would love to do it mm. on a daily basis but um it just doesn't it just doesn't i think still i have a long way to go before i can say that yes i'm sitting and meditating yeah it's 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 not it's not i'm not there yet to mm. be honest yeah i do pranayam Mm. I can uh sometimes I do sit in like you know when uh, I'm overwhelmed with too many things happening I will I would sit and do like uh Gayatri mantra maybe yeah. and I st- and I would never do that before so I've started mm. doing um Gayatri mantra actually after a course because yeah. I realized that it's actually very beautiful and we don't really you know understand it understand chanted yeah. so i'm more into i i would rather do a little bit of chanting hmm. um uh i think i'm still very very far far away from meditating like yeah. i will take a lot of time yeah. to reach that so that makes you you know even more uh inspirational for everyone who struggles and we all struggle with meditation and i think even if we are able to reach mindfulness you know yeah. with our full attention that's 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 brilliant because meditation is a completely different ball game and it takes years and years and years of practice and still sometimes it doesn't come easy so yeah. you know would you then suggest to people to you know take those baby steps and what would you yeah. suggest to guys who are you know just wanting to i mean start going inward more than anything mm-hmm. else you know take a moment just try to connect to how you feeling kind of a thing yeah i think the best way would be to just probably when you start your day what is the first thing you do right you you either look at the phone or you check out social media yeah. and i mean and this is even before you get up from the bed yeah i think probably when you are still in bed you can probably close your eyes and just even if it's a minute or two and just like take deep breaths think it's going to be a good day yeah. and it's the start of a new it's a new day new new turning point in your life and i think start making those kind of steps even if it's 1 minute or 2 minutes slowly taking it to 5 minutes and 10 minutes and this is something which i also need to do right so it's something which i'm saying i do a minute or two because as a maximum i can do like i'm like oh no i'm getting late i need to rush yes, and do something yeah. else so we're all constantly rushing so i think even if we can take one minute or two even if it's in the lunch break that you have and you can close your eyes and then just before you eat yeah just be grateful i think that would be great yeah that's i think that's what mindfulness is that you're aware of and thankful about things in and around you and in your life i think that that's where it all starts so that's something that yeah. everyone who's listening can really really and it's very so simple like she said and it's something that we all can do 
So let's take baby steps and we will reach somewhere and somewhere nice for sure. So that is definitely there. And you mentioned, um, you know, your Gayatri Mantra, you mentioned chanting. So is there one that you, you are drawn to? Is that the Gayatri Mantra, which is, you know, or if, if there are affirmations that you believe in? So does that, is that your thing? Uh, how do you get that going? So I actually um, have two favorite um, mantras. One is the Gayatri Mantra and the second one is a Buddhist chant. Mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, Om Tare Tu Tare Ture Soha. Mm -hmm. So it's, um, I don't know, I just like the, the sound of it. I like the music of it and um, it's what makes me peaceful. Mm -hmm. And I think that itself becomes, uh, I wouldn't say affirmations well, but it just definitely makes me peaceful. So everything, everyone has their own way. Some people do affirmations. Some people, you know, have a uh, journaling. Yeah. I have, I have, uh, mantras. mantras. Yeah. That's my way. That's your way. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Priyanka, before we, you know, uh, end today's chat, just, you know, wanting to understand what does, you know, what is yoga to you? And we've talked so much about it throughout, um, in the time that we have. But if I have to just, you know, sum it all up and say, what is yoga to you? And uh, if there's anything that you would, you know, really like people listening to and that we have not touched upon or covered maybe, uh, and you would like something to share with them, that'll be, I think, wonderful. Um, so a lot of questions in one question, but yes. <laughs> yoga, <laughs> yoga <laughs> to me is, um, is my support system. It's what keeps me going. And, uh, what I would like for anybody else, we, all have our you know own ways to f everyone needs a support system which is not external yeah. but which is internal so i'm not talking about uh parents or spouse or friends or uh, you know anything uh external but do you have like an internal support system that will always be there with you mentally, physically, emotionally? I think that's, that's very, very important to have. And for me, yoga does it. For somebody else, it may be sports. For someone else, it may be music and, um, to each their own yoga. yoga. Maybe. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's about it. That's. Very interesting. And I had a lovely time chatting with you and, uh, you know, knowing more about all that's drawn you to yoga, all that is yoga to you and all that you think is yoga for everybody else and, you know, all the inspiration. So thank you so, so much for taking our time. Thanks, Shrika. It was, it was lovely chatting with you and seeing you after so long. Yes. I know it takes us back to our, you know, teacher training days, really. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, all the yoga around. So thank you so much, Priyanka. And uh, to all of those listening, I hope you did enjoy the session today, the talk today, and you seek inspiration, you get your inspiration, and we at Purneo will continue to inspire you till you get on the mat and then beyond and forever, as long as we are able to. So thank you so much for listening. Namaste and much love to all of you.